0: Are you ready to listen to a podcast? Podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. You know, Kat works really, really hard to try to be almost bilingual. She knows enough Spanish to get by, and Google Translate helps out a bunch. But when you're wasting that Spanish... Is it really knowing Spanish? Wait for that story as we get the podcast started. Bingo!
1: How far? Last
2: week, someone lost an eye at bingo. Bingo!
0: Bingo what bingo? Bingo! Bingo! Okay, you get the prizes. Cat gets the bingo. If you're somebody listening, who? Who has a
2: worst date story? Do we want to play the audio again? Let's just play it. This just woman
0: because. is a trip.
2: She met this guy out and she ate 48 oysters, which are <laughs> extremely expensive. Other meals and wondered why he left. Today I was bored and I had
1: time, so he texted me, like, can we meet for drinks? And I'm like, yeah, meet me here. They got the best oysters in the <laughs> Y'all, when the fourth one came out, he was looking at me crazy. I'm like, baby, you invited me out. I'm going to eat these
2: potatoes in the crab cakes. Why say he going to the bathroom and never come
1: back? It took me like 10,
2: 20, 30. We just ended up grabbing a tab. That was crazy to me. Oh, was it? I think it's crazy to order all of that and expect somebody to pay for it. So you have a worse date story.
0: I get the bingo. If you're somebody listening who uh, had a wedding you're wearing a wedding ring that wasn't intended for you. Maybe it was intended for a former fiance. Maybe. It is grandma, Grandma's Great Holocaust ring, something like that. But that wedding ring you're wearing was not intended for you. We give it up for Brian, who's first through, and tell me about that wedding ring. Today,
1: I was. Whoops, that's, that's
0: not Brian. He's over here online too. Hang on, Brian. Tell me about the ring.
1: My grandfather passed away, and he had a bear mount on his wall, which was supposed to go to the oldest grandson. But I'm like one of the youngest grandsons and when I was a little kid I always loved that bear. So yeah. somehow, some way my uncle got it in fact passed it on to me. So I got a bear rug.
0: Alright. So you got a bear rug.
2: That you wear on your finger like a wedding ring?
0: Yo, good morning. Got the playoffs with Kat and JJ. Thanks for being part of our fourth hour of the show. So did you hear about this girl? She's
2: a TikToker and she took to the interweb to talk about this super cute local small town family run business slash bakery when in all actuality, it is a franchise. On this day, I found out something absolutely insane. My whole entire life up until college, I thought that the Bakery chain, the national bakery chain, Nothing Bunt Cakes, was a local small town
0: family-run business. I was like bringing out-of-town visitors to this place. I was like, this is a quaint little shop, like run by a family, and there's a grandma in the back. It's her recipe. My hometown is basically all original places. So really? Like like Emma Crumbies. That's my hometown. The one you see on 169.
2: Yeah, I would say Anoka, when you go through, I would always tell people for a real family owned small town, local field business, uh, Sparky's in Anoka for breakfast is so delicious. It was my mom's first job, by the way.
0: Uh, Aaron, how about yours? Uh, my hometown is Minneapolis, so there's honestly a lot to do in Minneapolis. <laughs> just, well, when you're from Minneapolis, you, like. you know
2: like the back of Minneapolis, like the back door of Minneapolis. So where would your favorite place be?
0: Uh, I would say First Ave. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not that stupid cherry on the spoon. That thing has always made me so <laughs> mad that people yeah. want to see that when they come in from out of state. Yeah, understandably so. I get it. A lot of people from out of state know about the cherry on a spoon, but that actually is a good second choice. How about yours? Text it in quick at 251-1047. This is always fun.
2: What's trending? What's trending?
0: Okay, so it's so sad. Like her...
2: um was that her husband gave uh, Suzanne Summers her birthday card a day before she died. So yesterday she died at 76. Today would have been her 77th birthday. That makes me so sad. Um, if you don't remember who Suzanne Summers is, you might have different eras. So maybe are you the threes Company era?
1: Come and knock on our door. It's
0: me with Mr. Door. Furley. Been
2: waiting for you. What do you in there? You. So that wasn't my era. This was my era. Step by step. You're she was a the mom on Step by way, Step. Huh? Yes. Broken, so All is lost. lost. They're at the, the amusement picture. park.
0: Could you, pay the you know, zany. Will there
2: ever be? A second time around. But she was voted there for a while, like, best TV mom because of that show. Who was your favorite TV mom?
0: Uh, found out later that she was a lesbian and nobody knew it. Meredith Baxter Burney. Oh, yes. From, okay. um, uh. What was that Was Michael J. Fox uh, on that? Michael J. Fox and Justine Bateman. Why can't is it family ties? Yes. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I really liked her because she was always like, she was cool and she was hip, but there was that uh, like that hippie vibe still with their parents because they had both like gone to Berkeley and they were in college in the '60s and they yeah. had that you know peace love dope thing going on. Mm-hmm. So I was, I thought that she was cool, mom. I
2: think I'm a fan of Carol Brady. She's cool as a cucumber. Never loses it. You know, like never was, has to work with six kids and then you got <laughs> Oliver in the back backyard living in the dog house I would have lost my mind you know and everybody fighting and everybody brushing their hair so I would have lost my mind
0: do they ever talk about her ex-husband on that show no and they never talk out, about his
2: ex-wife yeah did all it, of
0: a sudden they're just together right yeah. I, would, I always thought it would be kind of cool if they went back in the day and like nobody what's has on?
2: custody or like yeah. 50 50 or anything like that did both of the spouses die maybe die
0: that'd be the easiest way to write that in grief
2: counseling i don't know but i did want to focus on do you remember that live stream that suzanne summers was doing i have the audio where um she's sitting there in her backyard she's talking about like makeup she's doing a demonstration and this guy breaks into her house interrupts the live stream talking about how like ghosts led him there and it was just kind of a crazy moment but she stays so cool it's weird do you do you see it at all Um, I don't maybe intruder but oh yeah, yeah. Was, okay uh, this is yeah so yeah. this is
0: they were just live what were they was this during the pandemic
2: um yeah I think so I'm sorry I was
0: over there for a second no,
2: no. Oh, how did okay. you get here
0: how um a friend led me up this hill Look. and then I came down oh and
2: okay uh, you shouldn't be here yeah
0: yeah
2: go down the hill just keep walking down the hill okay Alan could you show him the door
0: I brought a gift
2: to play. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah I don't naked. want
2: anything. I, I, uh, I, you seem like a very nice person, but you shouldn't like, be here. He was naked? She's so cool. I think he just had underwear on. He was like <laughs> tripping on drugs or whatever. But I just thought we should pay some homage to Suzanne Summers. I mean... She almost got me to do the Thigh Master.
0: <laughs> do you know that she owned 100% of the Thigh Master profits? She made over $15 million yeah. from that thing alone.
2: Smart business lady, not just a blonde. And that is what's trending. I've been to the airport with you, but not with your kids. So I've seen you get a little frazzled sometimes with um, trying to find the flight on the screen. I've had to hold your hand a couple times. But do you know what an airport dad is? If you're married to one, if you have one in your life, they are amazing. So the
1: airport dad starts off as an airport boyfriend or an airport husband. I've seen couples get on board where the guy is carrying all the bags and the woman is carrying her wedding ring, her purse Uh, and her love for him. Okay. The airport dad sees the drink cart coming down the aisle and asks his wife's order or his girlfriend's order before the drink cart even gets there. And if she's asleep, he doesn't wake her up for her order. Nope. He just gets what she usually drinks. Nope. Now, if there are kids involved, airport dad is an active participating parent the entire time. He's going back and forth with Sally to the bathroom, okay? He's watching Bluey on the iPad with one eye open just to make the kid feel engaged. If there's babies involved, airport dad has everything but the baby. He's breaking down the stroll oh. of the jet bridge, coming out with the suitcases and diaper bag, and mom has headed to the seat. I'm for sure airport there's, dad.
2: Yeah, I think if if I were to see you travel with Trisha and young kids, I would think you would be an airport dad. But that is like the hottest, guys. If you are an airport dad, there's nothing hotter.
0: We've got email. We've got email. Got email. Got email. We've got email. All
2: right, so this was from Sarah, and I said, you got to listen. Let's see if um, our listeners have any advice for you. I I know what I would say, but. Uh, there's is, uh, has, has some weight to it. So she wrote us an email, says my grandfather recently passed away at the age of 90. He has been estranged from my family for the past 20 years. I received a letter from his lawyer stating that he left his entire estate to me. It's worth a ton of money. The letter specifically said to not share any of the inheritance with the rest of my family members. She said that, um, obviously she has a sneaking suspicion that she was the favorite, but she says now the relatives have caught wind of this money and um, they are kind of expecting they have their hands out. What would you do if you were me? Should I give them the cash and help them, or should I honor his wishes?
0: You ever seen Brewster's Millions? I No. It's almost the exact same thing. Richard, Richard Pryor gets gifted, like he's told... Like, his great-great-grandfather, who was a honky. Yeah. Uh, he had the great-great-grandfather had one wife black, one wife white, and then he's the descendant down the black chain. And this guy says, you're the only living descendant. You get $30 million. If you can spend $30 million in 30 days without telling anyone about this will, then you get $300 million. But if you can't and you have to have no assets when you're done – and this was uh, back in the eighties when thirty yeah. million dollars was a lot a lot more than it is right now. But it's kind of the same thing. He he gets all this money, but he can't tell anybody about it. So he's spending it so foolishly and everyone's looking at him like he's a complete jackass. But he's only wanting to spend it so that he can get to the end of the month and get the three hundred million.
2: Okay, so it was all self service. Yeah,
0: right. But it was uh you couldn't tell anyone. I mean, imagine Imagine in getting all of this money and not being able to share it or even yeah. tell anybody about it.
2: I would say, Sarah, this is a spot that he has put you in. He obviously loved you and knew that you could use the money, but you're the one that's going to have to live with these people. You know, you can't keep going back to well, this is what he wanted. While you live this lavish lifestyle.
0: Uh, I think you could. I'd get away with that.
2: What if you're fa- what if you have some family members that really need it? What if like If my they're parents They're on some hard times. left
0: me a gigantic fortune, and the only criteria was that I could not share any of it with my sister, there would be (laughs) no doubt about it. You're demonic. Oh, my God. That would be the easiest. I'd want to respect their wishes. Uh I'm sorry, Tanya. You don't get any of this money. What if
2: she has these massive medical bills and really fell on hard times a single mom?
0: Sounds like a her problem.
2: (laughs) The worst. Hessa had texted in. And she said, I got twenty thousand when my grandma died. She didn't get along with anyone, but I did end up giving my sister three thousand for a car and investing the rest. So
0: Jake said, spread the wealth. It's never mm, gonna hurt. I think most people are along that line as well. I just don't know if you want to go disrespecting the wishes of the dead.
2: Um, is this? Renee says, I'm totally with JJ. Grandpa said no, so honor grandpa one hundred percent.
0: Even if that means turning away the rest of your family while they're still on earth?
2: I wouldn't have even told them.
0: They're going to find out. If
2: that was their, like, how did they even find out? How would they have found out? I would have told the lawyer. No.
0: When it comes to money, there's always loose lips. Remember, guys, three opportunities for you to win $5,000 cash live on the radio tomorrow morning at 6, 7, and 8. Those will be the times we'll be playing Free Money High Low. Thanks to Key of St. Cloud. Be here for that. And stick around for more of the podcast. Here we go. So, over the weekend, see a guy I know. I don't, I don't know. His name is Matt at this bar, and he starts telling me about how excited he is. Because I was always like, "Hey, what's up? what's going on with your week? What's coming up? What's coming up?" it's it's kind of a slow time in between quarters. We're you know watching football, drinking beer, and he's like, "This is the week." My grandma Jailbird June is coming to visit. <laughs>
2: jailbird June. So I'll
0: tell you Stories why. For Dave. Right, why the jailbird part. But this is his sweet old, like 80 something year old grandma. Mm-hmm. She lives in Albuquerque. <laughs> she comes back here once a year to visit. Now, every time she comes back here, She doesn't understand the TSA rules. She's legitimately her entire life been a a rule breaker. Yeah. This woman apparently has been in and out of jail four or five times. Not like federal prison, but jail because she'll get pulled over and decide, I don't want to give the cop my license. Yeah, She is just a rule breaker from the day one.
2: I've never met any honest people from Albuquerque. Like, I feel like they're so bored and up to no good down there.
0: She and he knows this for sure, every year that he she comes to visit, she packs a complete carry-on suitcase full of her favorite salsa that she wants Matt to have. Yeah. And every year, <laughs> the entire thing gets confiscated at TSA. Oh, she, my and God. And then she throws the world's biggest fit. Yeah. And almost always gets detained and almost always misses her flight. Wow. So he guarantees that that's going to happen. Then, the last time she visited... They went to some museum, and he didn't go into which one, but she would walk up and touch the stuff. (laughs) So they kicked him out of the museum. Oh, my God. So as I was thinking about this, you know, and I said, what makes her special? He said, because she just doesn't care. She's the rule-breaker grandma. And I went, wow. She is uniquely special because she is a rule-breaker at 87 years old. What makes your grandparents special?
2: So I would say Grandpa Dick, in five words, he is up on technology. He has everything, iPhone, iPad, two computers at his disposal at all times. He's very quick, and uh, my grandma will just hand him the Kindle, and he'll download her book for her, and they're pretty tech-savvy. Like, he knows what he's doing. He has uh, uh, transferred all of his VHSs to DVDs and then to digital Digital copies. pretty amazing. And then Grandma... This one is, my, I can do no wrong. Me. oh, is my whole oh, life. Oh, God. I can do no wrong. I, Derek always says, just like, your grandmother is proud of everything you do, even if it's just the dumbest stuff.
0: And it's true. I'm I can so proud of you for getting your car washed. That is so it's, awesome. It's
2: so true. It's just like we are so proud that you're taking care of your vehicle. You know, that salt can erode it faster than it's you know. It's so great
0: that you're feeding your child. We're so yeah. proud
2: of you. No, like we it's a it's a go, an ongoing joke where she would just say if I murdered somebody like you did the best you could. And you we were, were such so a, proud. A great convict. of how quickly you cleaned up that blood. <laughs> and it's true she I can do no wrong, and I love that morning, so Saturday morning started really early at six a m. Our roofers got there. group of six guys. They are just like flying all over our house. We're just seeing legs and and ladders, and so we had to leave by ten forty to get Liam to warm ups at eleven for football. And so I said, "Hey, you might want to give him a heads up because both of our cars are parked in the garage and um, they had put a dumpster right in front of the garage, not to the side, like the third stall or they anything. They didn't give you,
0: like when they did ours, there was a complete heads up. Like guys, your no garage, up. your garage is not going to be able to be used for the better part of a month when mm-hmm. we do the roofing and the siding.
2: No. So it was wow. getting, it was getting filled up with all of our shingles. And I said, I think we'll give them an hour heads up. We have to leave at 1040.
0: They can't get that
2: up. And there. they did. And so they
0: got the dumpster out of there.
2: Yes. They had somebody come with a trailer wow. and move it out. Impressive. So it was like 10 minutes till and Derek had gone out to kind of tell them. And there's always like one rep that can speak English, you know, and he wasn't talking to that guy. That guy was on the other side of the roof. So he was like, I don't know if they speak English very well. I don't know if they understood me. And so I looked up on my phone how to say we're leaving in 10 minutes. And so I said, may voy and yes, minutos." And he goes, sounds good. We'll move it. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like such an idiot. I was, But I think that they appreciated me going out of my way because I was like, it wasn't even out of my way. I just looked it up on Google. But I'm like, there's a way to communicate. And if you can do it in, a, in the right way,
0: might as well. Google Let's translate work. when, uh, so we had our, our roof done and then the siding. And it was about a month project to get it completely done this summer. Google Translate was my go-to. Yeah, Um, and it was those really hot days during the summer too. So I, I just would ask the crew all the time, "Hey, do you guys want some water? Are you guys doing all right? You know, do you need anything?" And at the one point, they had found some, uh, like a wasp nest behind the siding, Uh and the guy was like, "Yes, can you go get some wasp spray?" And I was like, "For sure," but I would have never had that conversation with him because I've know so little Spanish other than with Google Translate. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it was heaven sent.
2: They understood cervezas. I gave them a uh, case yeah. of beer Did at you? the end. Yes, and they were so good at cleaning up everything. They had one of those magnet uh, nail catchers oh, yeah. or whatever went all over our driveway, uh, all over the the lawn. Everything was clean. Super happy with the project. They have to come back today to do a couple of extra stuff, but... All done. One and two. it really
0: is amazing how quick those crews get in and out and yeah. do a really, really. Amazing but I love. Job. So I love cool, to so.
2: say so I was like, uh, mi boy and diez minutos. Sounds good. We'll move it.
0: We got it. <laughs> I love it. Can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me? Everybody. Other people's problems. You got issues? Throw them on the radio. We'll see what everybody else thinks. And again, more times than not. Somebody listening has been through this. Denise, tell everybody what's going on here with the reunion, your husband. So
1: I was pretty excited about it. And I I told my husband he actually can't come with me. I told him that, like, spouses weren't coming. Oh, no. But he found out that some of my friend's spouses are coming. Yeah. So he's, like, pretty mad about it. Let's find out why you don't want him there.
2: Everyone's probably wondering why you don't want him there.
1: Yeah, I I know him, and when he drinks, he's just... So out of control, and I, I just can't have that. Like I want to have a good time. Like I don't, like I don't want to be embarrassed. I just want to enjoy myself. I don't want to babysit, and like he just can't control his drinking. I mean, he doesn't drink often, but I know he'll drink here because he doesn't know that many people, and I just I know it will be bad. So that's why I told him not to come. That's an issue.
2: Like this has now reached a point where he can't control himself and embarrasses you. Therefore, you don't want him around in certain situations. That's an issue. That's not just yeah. like, oh, you're cute and sometimes you take your shirt off and wiggle your belly in front of people when you're drunk, whatever. It is what it is. But, like, this is something that gives you anxiety. Do you think that he would be open to, like, the possibility that maybe he has a
1: problem? Yeah, I, I, I mean, he's just someone who, like, gets, like, creepy and, like, says oh. awkward things more than, like, yeah. is, like, aggressive or anything. But, it's yeah, it's just his personality changes for sure. And I, I don't know. I mean, he doesn't drink often, but. Some people can't hang, you know? Some people just can't yeah, like. Yeah, like some people, yeah, are affected differently by alcohol than others. And I just like, yeah. So he's just someone who shouldn't drink, but I knew no, he would because he'd feel like a little uncomfortable and it's like everyone's drinking. But I don't know. Maybe I can convince him to come and not drink. Well,
0: so, and that's the question I'm going to have here. So I'm going to put you on hold for a second. How do you get him? To either go and not drink or just not go at all, right? Like, are are we confident that this is the, var- the variable we need to eliminate?
2: I don't know how he would react with you seriously saying you are extremely embarrassing when you drink. Like, could that be a slap of reality to him? And he doesn't want to be that person? Or does he not see that side of himself? But for you to take him out of an equation where you two could go have fun together and you're proud of showing him off, that's, that's, a, that's a spot. I think
0: we all know that there's probably a serious conversation that needs to be had here. But what if she's not ready for it yet? All right, what if Denise doesn't want to have that conversation before the reunion? How do you get this guy to Ugh. not go? What would be your suggestion? The goal is to not have him at the reunion.
2: You got to find something better for him to do. What? Get him tickets to a sporting event. There it is. Party. That's a
0: good one, right? Get him tickets. Yeah, right to, uh, I mean, because this is probably going to be on a Friday or Saturday night. Get him tickets to uh, maybe a hockey game.
2: Hey, my work had these two tickets. Why don't you and Joe...
0: Go. Great idea. Yeah. I like that one. What else? How else could you get him to just not be there? The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Brad, Sean, Brian Law offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 5:30 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.